This is Beards of Blue Ridge, episode 28. Gentlemen, good morning. Morning, Gramster. Good morning. Morning. How's everybody doing? Good. Super energetic, Graham. Yeah, what about you? I'm I'm dragging. I need some more caffeine. I think Tom is saying you need a better attitude. Better mindset. Better mindset. I realized I have a bit of a caffeine addiction actually yesterday morning. I had to get a had to get a physical. It was early. I purposely got the early morning one because they said, Hey, you have to fast before this. Like don't you can have water, but that's it. They said you can have black coffee. I don't like black coffee. I like to have some yeah, milk some and creamer sugar. and yeah. all that kind of stuff, or milk and sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right there, I can tell you. Then you're not a, a caffeine addict because because ca- it doesn't discriminate. If black coffee's all I got, then that's what I'll drink. That's true. So you're saying oh, he's a yes. problem. He's a problem user. Yeah, he's like a, a physically dependent. You kind just of guy. <laughs> <laughs> a true yeah. mindset. You know. He's just not on your your caliber. No, not anywhere. Near. It doesn't matter what it is. You just gave me. <laughs> you just gave me my out. Yeah. <laughs> you gave me my out. Yeah. Well, I'm not yeah. an addict of caffeine, and I, and I kind of. It's I not talking about drugs. He's talking about caffeine. Yeah. And I lost <laughs> a little respect for you. <laughs> I can under, I understand. The, uh, the way you really know is you say you slam a red line in front of everybody, and they they'll say, "Did you just drink that whole thing?" And if they say that. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a problem. That's, that's, I don't know that that's accurate. It's just you're on another level of problem. Yeah, no, it's accurate. <laughs> no, it's like, it's like the guy who's just like way, like we were talking about a guy, I heard this, I can't even tell what the guy's story was, but I was at a recovery meeting one night, he told a story, and you're just like, what in the what? world? <laughs> well, so like Graham's, Graham's going down the road of like, well, I like creamer in mine. I, yeah, like I do, that. yeah. I could care less what it tastes like. In fact, I moved to the smallest versions of, you know, because if I have to drink it, that's wasting my time. Yeah, you like just want, could, it's, it serves a purpose. Right, and if I could yeah. out, if I could get do away with three things in my life and never have to do them, it'd be eat, drink, and use the bathroom. They're all three kind of wastes of time, like, you know what I mean? Outside of sitting down and eating, and it's a communal thing, which I don't do well anyway, I just start eating like, you know, eat it all, and then it's... <laughs> Which I understand. Or I like to get my food and go off, like Anna and her friends will sit around, and I literally be like, no, no, I'm good over here by myself, and they'll, like, feel weird and want to move over to where I'm at to make me feel kind of... I'm like, no, I'm totally... Now I'm feel weird. Yeah, now I feel, I feel weird. weird, yeah. Now that you guys so try to be me, friends with me and yeah. talk and stuff, let now I'm looking... Let me sit in my corner and eat. <laughs> you know? Growling at people yeah, coming right. by. <laughs> Uh, I just think that there's levels, you know, like this, this guy who did the study on alcoholics, he was like, there's five different types. There was like the high functioning, there was the garden variety, there was the down and out. But they're all alcoholics. Right, they're all alcoholics. Yeah, so they're all, uh, you know. You're just like that down and out kind of guy. Caffeine guy. Yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah. And food guy. You're the guy drinking, you know, red line under the bridge. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I moved away from, like, it was at one point, it was bad enough where I had it on the nightstand. Like, <laughs> <What is that? laughs> I don't do that anymore. So, 
Wake yeah, up, take, the take red a few line. pulls off of it in the yeah. middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to sleep. Just to get out of bed. Yeah, yeah. I don't even drink the drink red line uh, usually until midday or in the afternoon, late evening. You look at you're doing, you're doing good. Yeah. Late evening. Yeah, no, before that it's like a bang and then a <laughs> right. rain and then the red line. We're, we're doing like a harm reduction model with right. you right now. No, and it's the yeah, listeners. Slow taper. <clears throat> slow taper. Listeners yeah. need to kind of understand that it's like the uh, if you can have a healthy addiction, yeah. you know what I mean. That's, that's my my heart rate, my everything is like on point. I can sit yeah. uh, one day in the in the fishbowl over there. Somebody said something to me about, well, man, your heart rate's got to be through the roof. So I sat there and got it down to right around 54 after I just drank a red yeah. line on my Apple Watch. One day I hit it down to 47, and then, you know, it's Did just... Did you do some breathing? Yeah, you just go into a trance, man, yeah. and I like block everything out, and it'll drop significantly. And you're, you're, you're in really good physical shape. And then, then I hear Unlike the phone. Unlike myself. The phones ring four times and it skyrockets into the... <laughs> yeah. So what, why didn't we answer the third ring? <laughs> so Where's it's like your, a roller coaster. <laughs> where'd your blood pressure go with the phone issue last night then? Um, <clears throat> I, I, you know, I held it together pretty well okay. last night. I was, I was kind of frustrated with some things but at the end of the day i, I kind of you know it's going to be what it's going to be yeah. um and you know it, it got handled so mm-hmm. i'm sure what we do need to do this a side <coughs> note you need to have the nurses check that voicemail box at um in their office mm-hmm. because it kept going to that it was uh, jason's voice so it kept going to that jason's voice. got a great voice yeah. though doesn't yeah. he so it's yeah, that yeah. one you may need silky to check smooth. for call inquiries, <coughs> okay. just to be sure. We need to get okay. his sm- silky smooth voice on the podcast somehow. He won't do it, he but will. but he does have a silky smooth. Oh, voice. we can do. We just walk in there with the equipment and have it running already. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> sitting there and we just start. <laughs> yeah. Call him right now. Just call him right <laughs> he now. Would he would have have no, know what yeah, he would have no. We'd, I'd sit by the front of the door so he couldn't get out. <laughs> <You'd> yeah. <laughs> It'd be like a hostage. The hostage podcast. Yeah. That could be a new like uh, wrinkle for us. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah, like we just show Once up at people's month. office and we yes. take them hostage, throw them in a Blue Ridge van, and we do a podcast, podcast. and we we'll drop them yeah. off wherever. When we're done, wherever we're at, we just drop them off. There you go. That sounds a, kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a dollar <laughs> for your time. Find your way home. Yeah. <laughs> Don't I was gonna say here's a quarter. This. Here's a quarter for a payphone. And then it's like, I mean, they don't have those things anymore, do No. So yeah. I, I would just we could say that you know one idea for podcast, and that there's different levels of addiction and caffeine addiction. Right. And we can, mm-hmm. in fact, to do the hostage <laughs> podcast and. Force ingestion of ca- large amounts of caffeine <laughs> just to see how it's like a scientist. Like, yeah. Just trying out our hypothesis yeah. here. Let's see what happens. See, I'm off of all caffeine. I'm just taking, well, whatever little bits are in tea. I had to take tea to come off. That's probably a good idea. Which yeah. I, <clears throat> I don't know that there's little in tea as much as it is. It's probably more natural. It's like tininess. Like I do mostly chai teas now. It's herbal. Do you yeah. put your pinky out when you drink? I do. I, do. I feel very sophisticated. <laughs> the boys in I think the boys in Arizona wouldn't appreciate that one. 
Yeah, it's nice. It's like I'm a, I'm a straight tea guy. And my wife is like working at Starbucks now. So it's like, it's like being married to, you know, like my caffeine dealer. So she's like, <laughs> well, yeah, but how do they really feel about that? Starbucks, I think, started selling tea just because they had to. That's not really who they, they are. You know? Well, that that may be true. Yeah, but so how do you think that really, if your wife really buys into Starbucks philosophy, do you think she really loves you? That, because, <laughs> because of my, 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 tea, my, my weak she, tea habits. Yeah. And I get the, uh, I'll get the dragon drink, which the is pink the, one? the pink one. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's the pink drink and then the dragon drink. So there's like I feel milk. like there's definitely some mm, shame drink. coming from her. <laughs> She's in there slamming straight shots of espresso. She always laughs because like her, like her drink and her friend's drink were like when we order, then me and my buddy, like his is like, you know. Caramel macchiato with all this stuff, and then mine's like this pink drink, you know. And then they're getting like, get me a coffee, you straight know? coffee. Yeah, yeah. Getting, yeah, like his wife will get just a coffee, you know. Yeah. And then his drink is like caramel macchiato, yeah. half soy, half whatever, you know. It's just this complicated. So it's pretty awesome. Did you have one of those drinks this weekend? I did, and I'll share it with my daughter. So we'll get. We'll get like the Trente version of well, it. Well, now this explains it. some of the problems you have. You're feeding your daughter. Uh, well, she caffeine. gets the pink drink. No, no, she doesn't get caffeine. Oh. Well, you said you share it with her. Well, yeah, when I get the dragon drink, which is really just coconut milk, hibiscus, and something else. Some kind of sugar. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's wonderful. Well, they give, uh, they give dogs like a cup of. Um, yes, they get like a whipped cream whip or something. Cream, yeah, yeah, and it's taking our dog. Starbucks away. is awesome. I need to take my dogs to it. We need Starbucks to start uh, sponsoring. Done and sponsoring the podcast. I feel yeah. like I just gave them a good plug. You just gave them yeah. a glowing, yeah. a glowing review. But yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Marcos, bring real that in for us. And they're a great company and very efficient. We should keep going. I mean, <laughs> it's all about Starbucks. Keep Starbucks going. and yeah. advertising dollars. The um, no, but I I love it. They're expensive. Well, that's so what that's that's true. That's true. I could buy a whole meal uh, <laughs> for what it costs. I'll take like four little girls there, to get, and by the time they tell yeah, me what it costs, I'm like, "Well, are you serious? Are yeah. you sure you didn't add something else on there? Yeah. Because I don't think it's that much. Yeah, Tons that's like, like 40 bucks. Yeah. Tons like, I get a case of red yeah. lines. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. What are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah. I'll make these at home. <laughs> that's awesome. Anything? What did y'all do this weekend? I didn't do anything. We know parks. I went parks. to a park. Yeah, got that. I didn't make it to the pool. Cause I just went to the oh, park. you still haven't made you a man's made a man's yeah. no, because it was raining. But I, I you will. You have an excuse every day, every no, week. We go out. They have an indoor one, but we also we do the outdoor. Yeah, but you could still just go and make a man's. At some point, no, you're going to have to my, face I your have demons. My little ones. Yeah, you need them to see. It's you a good example. I can't. Yeah. Well, no, I agree, but I can't take them in there without the proper. Like my daughters have to have her like Coast Guard approved life vest. You haven't yet. You have. What if you don't even do swim? Have. You just go and make a in. You can't. You because she's out in the pool area, so I got to go all the way in 
Got to break out my cards, everybody's IDs. You I just hear in. more excuses. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I'm going to go. Could okay. you do it from the the fence line? <laughs> like that the would be. Ladder. That would be the, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, come I'm in, really sorry. Come here for a second. <laughs> come here for a second. <laughs> the, kind of, the guy that was a jerk to you, hey, come over, mm-hmm. you know, that was just not. You know, it's that thing where you, you do something, well, not that you guys have ever done that, but like. You could make amends, but you're like, the public at large isn't always used to that. So, oh, yeah. like, you're like, if I could walk up to him, but it could amends, be weird. The amends is for you, yeah. not for her. I agree, which is why I'm saying, but I got to do it in a cool way. You just can't, like, do something, like, mean to somebody and then just run up on them. I got it. Let's do a... Uh, or yelling them through the fence through Let's do a, a flying banner. I could get a rent airplane <laughs> and do a banner across or the pool. You know the, the smart aleck dad at the pool? Yeah. The next podcast is... Who is a little portly? With you skydiving into the pool. <laughs> that that would be awesome. That would be a good that'd be a good amend. But I don't know that what I did was that drastic, but it was definitely needs to... I need to clean it up. Whatever makes you sleep better. <laughs> you tell yourself that's fun. <laughs> that's that's true. But poor, I, I didn't. Poor girl. Well, she's she's like my age. You did you? Um, she was like my age though. She wasn't. She was like a parent and been there for a while. What? So it wasn't like a sixteen-year-old that I was like, hey, yeah, right? <laughs> I want my money back. Yeah. <laughs> Not that it was okay. But yeah, you know. yeah, rationalization. <laughs> what did you do? Grill and yard work. Watch somebody do yard work. You made gumbo with. I a actually did piece of lumber with a two by four. Yeah, I did. What did I grill this weekend? I did grill something this weekend. Oh, steaks. We had steaks fillets. Mm. My in laws were in town. My dad came over for dinner. Um, hung out. It was good. Pretty good time. Yeah, I grilled. You guys go swimming in the pool. The pool was blown up. There you go. <laughs> yeah. The inflatable pool was blown up. That's beautiful. It's actually still drying in my front yard. <laughs> I don't nice. to get that. It's probably killing my grass. Oh, dude, yeah. If you, how long has it been sitting? There? Well, so I, this is bad. I keep, I just keep rotating it to different parts because I'm letting it dry, but then we keep having these pop-up rain showers. So it's like it keeps getting wet, so I leave so, it out. So now you can talk about the pop-up rain showers, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not having to forgive anybody. I'm not to forgive myself when my grass dies. But... No, we hung out this weekend. It was it was good. Um, last, last week was pretty rough. My, my stepmom's been really sick. She ended up passing away. Um, Sorry to hear that. Yeah, which... It's not a good thing that she passed away, but it's a good thing that she, she was... She, she was in a lot of physical yeah. pain. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but my dad came up this weekend, which was which was super cool for my kids because so my, my stepmom, for the longest time, she had, she had like no immune system. So okay. when COVID hit, it was like, oh yeah, she really couldn't be anywhere. Right. She's in that high risk, like, hey, if, if you get this, it's not going to be good, right? Um, so this is the first time my kids have gotten to see my dad in person and... A year and a half or so? A year and a half, something like that. Um, So we got to hang out. It was fun, you know. Shared a bunch of stories, cried together, did all that kind of stuff. Um, So it was good. It was was a good weekend. 
despite the obvious tragedies the, the and tragedy, stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, for me, I've, I feel like one of the blessings, one of the curses for me is I've had one working in this industry and just two, I've just had a lot of loss in my life. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've worked through the grieving process as it pertains to actual people a lot. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've done a lot of my own work in that. So it's, yeah. Yeah, I can quickly identify like where I'm at in that process and kind of feel what I need to feel and move and move through that. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's the advantage, I think, to a lot of grief, right? Yeah. yeah. It was cool. I, I shared, you know, she passed away last week. I shared some, got to see her, shared some good moments with her before everything happened on Thursday. So it was a, it was a double-edged sword. It was a difficult thing, but also it was a beautiful thing, some of the yeah. moments I got to share with her. So, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how I've experienced grief like that. Like, it's, like, beautiful but tragic, all this. Like, it's, like, a lot of love and sorrow that's all... Because I think even the sorrow is tied to love, so they're not, like, separate. You know what I mean? It all comes from the same... Yeah. Well, I mean, can you really... Can you really claim to love something if it doesn't hurt to lose it? Right. You know what I mean? Like, not, not just hurt, but, like deeply you know deeply, what I mean? yeah so like, can you ever say that you actually loved it right and you don't feel that you know yeah i think my mind would always <laughs> tell me like there's would tell me something more like that i don't exactly know what it says but it definitely doesn't make a lot of room for anything vulnerable like right. sorrow or sadness or you know well, man, that's one of the, one of the, um, when you roll the dice of truly living life, that's one of the things you got to be prepared for is if I truly want to love, then I'm going to have to be prepared to truly lose, you know, because for sure. you, you 100%, whether it's an animal, a family member, you know what I mean? Something, you, you're going to lose something that you love for sure. So it's, if I ever want to experience that vibration, if you will, of love, then I better be prepared to experience a vibration of loss, you know? Right. Especially the more, whether, like you said, whether it's a relation, especially a relationship, like the more vulnerable and intimate that relationship is, then the more pain you're going to be subject to feel with the loss or, right. or yeah. with anything, you know? <clears throat> but you can't have, I agree with you, you can't have, you can't have one without the other, you know? I used yeah. to, working in this field, too, you talk about people like, well, I'm walled off. I don't want to be in a relationship because I don't want to feel pain, but I do right. want the joy that comes with a relationship. And you're like, well, right. you, you got to have, you can't have one without the other, yeah. you know? If you want to... Well, and it, it correlates. That's like building a building your castle and, and looking down at all the people and being happy that you have this community mm-hmm. yet you start to realize there are no bridges to get to your castle. Right. You know what I mean? And and therefore you've, you've really isolated yourself. Mm -hmm. It's like, is it worth in, in life? Is it worth building your castle or building bridges? You know, if you can't build both, which one are you going to pick? You know? Yeah. It's like, I would, I would rather build bridges and, you know, as far as that's a connection to, you know, different things, whatever it is versus have the, shelter of a castle of right you know whatever that is you know yeah i like that because even then i'd always think about like if if i was like whenever i would do that or can do that with myself it's like yeah nobody can hurt me but like 
literally nobody can hurt me like right. but I'm yeah. by myself. Right. So the whole point was to not be hurt and end up by yourself. Well now yeah. I, I've become a, a self fulfilling prophecy. So to your point I was like, dang it, I just I need to be willing to risk. So I've always had to consciously choose and decide to care, you yeah. know. Well you gotta be willing to do open to anything or you don't build the bridges because if you just say to yourself well now that's just the way i believe then you just build another wall of the castle you know it's like constant going back to what i said you know what wayne dyer kept saying you know be open to everything attached to nothing it's like that's how you build the bridges doesn't mean you have to i can be open to somebody else's thoughts and perspectives it doesn't mean that i have to own that and live that out i just open to it and what what was i supposed to hear you know, yeah. and it's, uh, I think that's important when you go through losses to realize that you wouldn't be experiencing the pain that you're in if you didn't experience the love that you had. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's, it's a challenge for me when you see people get in that pain and just sit in it and it becomes a, like a sick stuck in vibration it. that they have <clears throat> versus acknowledging the pain only came because of the deep love that I had. So let me stay over there, you know what I mean? And acknowledge the love versus the sorrow. Yeah. Yeah, my dad said something this weekend, and it's even more present in my head now after you saying that, because I can't remember, someone said something, and it was a sad moment, and he and he kind of alluded to, he was like, well, we only have the sadness now because of the amazing 15 years right. that, that we had it. And I... And I remember when he said that, I was like, oh, wow, like we're looking at this in the completely wrong way. Like we're focusing on the the very sad moment right now. But the only reason we have that is because there is so much of a so long of a, of a relationship, right. 15 years of all good stuff that we need to be grateful for. Like we should be talking about that versus right. this right here, because in reality, at least what what I believe and what we believe is like she's she's in she's in a better spot better than we place, are now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like we're. We're sad, and she probably doesn't want us to be sad. She'd probably rather us be happy and be looking at the 15 years, you know? And so human beings are focused on outcome and not the yeah. journey. Yeah. You know, it's like <clears throat> you, go on, you go on vacation, and on your way there, you're, the journey, you're like, everybody's like, oh, I can't wait, you know, we're on vacation. You know mm-hmm. I mean? Headed there, you get there, and then oftentimes on vacation, frustration set in. You've got this, yeah. you know, you're here now. And then it gets even worse when you got to go back home. You know, yeah. and I think everybody misses the whole point of the journey of the whole process. I mean, heck, I I remember I drive to work sometimes, and you just don't even remember the journey towards. Like, oh, did I just drive all the way <laughs> yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what happened? And that tells you that you you're not you're living in a subconscious stage of your life. Like you got to wake up. Yeah. You know? So it's I think getting off the. I mean, your dad obviously is in a <clears throat> phenomenal spot to look at. Say yeah. the journey is what brought. You know the pain, and why look at the pain instead of the journey? Yeah. You know? Yeah, and you can look back too. I think, you know, because this is obviously I lost my mom when I was younger, so this is his second wife. But at the same time, I was looking at as the first tragedy might be a bit of a blessing because this is, I mean, he's experienced, so he knows. Not that it still doesn't hurt and isn't painful, but he also knows, like, hey, I've been through this. I've felt this before. I've, I've, I've walked this path. It's very similar. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe more hope about it all. Which, because that's what I was expressing to him. I was like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm really worried about you. You right. know, and he's like, hey, man, I've, 
I've been down this path. You know what I mean? It's yeah. painful, but like it's, I know what I need to do. You know what I mean? I know yeah. how to how to work through this. You know, and I say, oh, that's that's true. It it's makes a very sense. healthy way to look at it. Yeah. So, but it was good. It was a good weekend. Get back to getting to have him hang out and and see him. My kids were super excited and he was excited. He's a, he's a big golfer too. And my son just started playing golf. So they were, we got these little rubber golf balls that don't go very far. So they're out chipping them and hitting them in the front yard. So it was, it was pretty cool. That'll be a cool memory for your son. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Until he actually gets into the game. (laughs) He has to learn what the game is really, what's how reflective of life it it can be at times. Yeah. And you get into all that. I mean, it's a good game to practice patience. Uh, that's just a piece of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's that's a, a small piece of it. There's times in life where you, you know, it's like this situation with losing your your stepmom. It's like you hit a golf ball in the brush, and you go over there, and you spend 45 minutes searching for something that's lost that you can't get back. You know what I mean? And it's like all the people around you start getting frustrated because they're waiting on. Graham, because I don't lose golf balls. Yeah, right. <laughs> I do. But if, <laughs> I do. if someone were, it would but, be Graham. Yeah. yeah. So I do. Graham's over there looking for this golf ball for 45 minutes that is obviously lost at this point, but he's determined to find something that's no longer there. And we do that all the time. You know what I mean? And at what point do you say, hey, I diligently looked, it's not present, let it go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and that affects everybody else. For sure. People waiting on you, yep. people behind you, yeah. everybody, you know. I mean, you can go you. down the rabbit hole of even when you get up and hit the ball. It's like the, the way you, you approach it and address the ball, and then are you hitting out of ego? Because I get up all victim to that all the time. Yeah. You know? And you end up swinging too hard, and you can't control the club head, and then the ball, you know. Then you're back in that weeds <laughs> looking yeah. for the yeah. lost ball again. <laughs> Determined to find Trying it. to find the next one yeah. that got lost. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's so many different patterns to golf that could, that are, you know, life lessons that he'll get involved in and start to learn and see it. And It's yeah. like the legend of Bagger Vance. Yeah. That's, yeah. What a great movie. That's a phenomenal yeah. movie. Well, yeah, and Jennifer Angier would use pieces out of Badger Vance in lectures. If she, oh, really? Yeah. It's like the. the no, that's a heavy movie. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, think about it. The times like when he's in the woods by himself, yeah. you know, and he's got to make the choice to do the right thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, the right thing's challenging. Yeah. So it's those kind of things, I think, any sport, but golf is one that, that you know, I'm not passionate about. It's not like I go play all the time, but. It's, I can tell you what's changed for me. I used to be the guy that would take a whole set of clubs, throw them in the pond, and walk. Right. The I was done. I'm done. You know? yeah. I'm done with this. <laughs> throw them in, walk off. And now it's, you know, the. That's amazing. Well, now I just go out and enjoy the presence of God, whatever that looks like that day. I don't get. Um, well, when we played, it was. It was. I actually got humor out of watching how. Um, agitated Tate would get. You know? yeah. He didn't have his tennis racket to slam on there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. And you know he was trying stuff. to watch it too. Yeah. So he... It went back to like the what he said when he was in the podcast. Is like he, he's really good at it and it, but he hates to yeah. play because he's so competitive. You know? And what I realized is I'm very competitive but I am, I am playing against 
men and women that are far more skilled at it than me because they've dedicated their life to that. So why would I get frustrated that I can't shoot yeah. scores like theirs? You know what I mean? It's yeah. I can get taken to a different field and say, let's go do this, and I may be better at that. You know? Listen, they can't drink a red line like you. Yeah. Not without no, but I, physical issues. That's that's good. I mean, you know. Some of those other guys, they can't even, they can't even begin to, they can't even put a life jacket on to get behind the boat. That's the true. You know, that's true. So I'll take that one. Yeah. I there agree. It's awesome. But I think it's a, you know, golf is a good, teaches a lot about life and loss and, and you know, even the love of the game, you know, when you're, yeah. when you're feeling it and you're in the space, you love to play. I want to go play all the time. And then you have a bad round and then you throw the golf clubs in, in the, <laughs> in the lake. water. Well, yeah. it, is, it is great for life because I think even, even the people who dedicate their lives to it, if you think about a life, like it's not always going to be perfect. Right. You're going to have bad days. It's not going to go well. You're going to have days where it's bad and you're trying to figure out what's going wrong, but you can't figure it out. And right. it's just, it's just part of it. Well, man, I've got into this thing. It's like even in those bad days, like what kind of vibration am I putting off? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like I can. So if you if you were to point yourself in a certain direction, start taking steps in that direction, you're going to end up right where you were pointed to going. Mm -hmm. Right. So same way with the way you think and the vibrations you put off. If you you get in that bad vibration, a bad mood you've basically pointed yourself in a certain direction and you're going to go in that direction until something intervenes and turns you around, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So I look at it as why not be me, be the person or thing that intervenes and turns me around, you know? I don't, right. I don't have to wait for an outside circumstance. I don't have to wait for any of that. I can say, you know, look, I didn't like that, uh, but here's how I could look at it differently and I could pivot myself and move towards the energy i want to have versus on down the path that you know, it's like dylan maxwell it, it's i just don't give it energy like i don't want to go down that that rabbit hole you know what i mean so anytime i feel the agitation come up um i look at it as like man i'm so blessed to have an ex-wife because i wouldn't have my unicorn you know what i mean it's, it's like a win for me you know to think yeah. of an ex-wife it's like i'd love to have a, a ex-wife that agitates me because i have my unicorn that doesn't mm -hmm. you know it's like, yeah. <laughs> such an easy shift yeah yeah you know and even the bad stuff a lot of times turns out to be some of the best blessings like it was never bad it right. just might have helped us get to the next right. next place in life right or the next um part of the journey it's part of your story you know yeah well, I'm sorry you lost somebody else, but but I'm also glad that you've experienced love. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. That's that's the beautiful thing about life. It's like at the end of the day, I can be totally content. While well, I sit there saying it, but I, I feel like I'd be totally content losing everybody around me and being able to say, "Man, but I experienced so much love." You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah. from people here at Blue Ridge, <clears throat> my kids, my wife. You know what I mean? It's just uh, my family. Yeah, the the loss is going to come, yeah. you know, and that's okay. And the losses yeah. for me, they put things into perspective too, right? It, it it kind of gets me back on that path of realizing like the things that are really important in life and the things that I, you know, prior to a loss that you think, at least for me, yeah. Yeah, I think for are sure. really, really important wow. and this is what I hold dear to me and then something like that happens and I realize like, oh, 
Yeah. That's really not that big of a deal. Like yeah. this, this is, this is what I need to be focused on, right? This is what needs to have my attention, you know? Well, so. and the goal is long, you keeping that integrity about that thought long after the, the mm-hmm. mood in which you said it's gone. So yeah. that's what Anthony Johnson says all yeah. the time. It's like, when something happens, it's easy to say, oh, sure. I need to focus on this. But can you do that six months, a year, two years from now and make that the priority yeah. versus slip back into mm-hmm. whatever it was, yeah. you know? It's like the motivation we talked about last time. You know, it's gonna right. come and go. So, yeah. <sighs> cool. I agree. Definitely puts perspective on things. Yeah. You know. Sure. Like what's more important than your making your amends? Making amends. Or yeah. Not getting wet because it's raining. You know? I mean, it's like <laughs> yeah. it's what, well, clearly that was the poor choice that I made this weekend. You know. We'll forgive you. How about this? How about this? We'll wrap up with this. Check back in next week. And we will see if Marcos has made amends, Finally made amends to with lifeguard. the lifeguard. And for the record, the lifeguard is probably a little bit younger than me. That's okay. Like, probably in her. You're still just fine. We'll course. get there. We'll get there. Well, I'm just clarifying because you're making it sound like I just, you know, yelled at some <laughs> 16-year-old. <laughs> uh, Not that it was still better, but. It makes it okay, right? Because she's older. It's clearing up the record, you know. It's clearing up the record. All right, we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening.